welcome to the sixth episode of Two Friendless Friends. Hello. And today, I think we'll be doing a Q&A from questions that people have sent in on Instagram. But before we start that, Flora, can we please get an update on your life? Oh, okay. Um, well, what has been happening, honestly? Um, well, uni's starting soon. But oh, like, very soon. Yeah. By the time this is up, it'll already have started, I think. Um, oh, it was about to start, I think. It's like end of O week. Uh, oh, okay, okay, right. Um, it's actually the 2nd of February today, so yeah. Um, hmm, what has been happening in my life? Oh, I went to like two job interviews recently. Actually, no, I haven't. I went to one and I'm planning and to go to another one. Yeah. But by the time this has come out, you'll have gone to two. <laughs> Yeah, so I did one at a medical centre, and then I'm doing another one for, like, optum assistant, which is honestly basically just receptionist Reception. again, yeah. but I think it's just, like, a fancy name. Um, <laughs> I'm getting way better vibes from the optometrist one, just, like, the way that, like, like phone manner and, like, the way that the ad was written, everything just seemed better. The only downfall is that it's further away. But what about you, Kelly? Uh, so I am very broke right now because I just bought an iPad. Same. <laughs> Not the iPad part, but also broke. Yeah, we're all, we're bo- both of us are very broke right now. And it's not a good time to be broke because like, people are starting to go out again. Yep. I'm so sad about that. Yeah. But I had to take advantage of the free AirPods promo, so... <laughs> oh yeah, by Apple. Um, okay, so... Now that we've gotten just a quick update on both of our lives, we're going to start on, um, to kick off our 36 questions, we're actually going to, not 36, sorry, to, to kick off our Q&A se- session, we're going to um, start by asking a question from the 36 questions to fall in love with someone. So Kelly, did you have one in mind? Uh, I just wanted to ask, I, already, I think I know the answer to this. But what is your biggest fear? I think you know the answer, but what do you think? Yours? Like, my answer for you was, I thought, I would have thought it was needles. Yeah, needles. Because I just, they're so disgusting. It's like, but but it's like, it's probably the worst thing to be scared of in terms of like, right now, because Corona vaccine. And like, Vaccines in general. Like, why couldn't I just be, like, scared of, like, snakes or something? But why needles? Where, like, they're essential to, like, survival. Not, well, yeah. Um, or, like, better health. Like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just don't like something sharp jabbing into my skin and, like, into my veins. It's so disgusting. I'm pretty sure it's quite a common fear. It is because of... I learned this in psychology. It's because, like... um. There's, like, an evolution component to this. Like, there's a reason why, like, a lot of people are just kind of born into, like, fearing um, needles and, like, um, I don't know, like, big animals. And it's because, like, needles, it's like a sharp object, right? And in the past, for us to be able to survive, we had to use, like, spears or something. So we correlated that to like um like killing someone or like our our weapon of survival so when we look at like needles we kind of think like this is gonna kill us but also don't quote me on that but i also think that i'm right you know but i'm not particularly like needles but i'm not scared of them because like you know there's people that, like, apparently there's people where, like, when they get, like, shot or, like, when they get blood drawn, they will watch the needle go in. Yep. I can't watch it go in. Uh, but I, I just, I don't think it's something I personally would want to watch happening. But, like, I'm okay with it. What's your biggest fear, then? I have a weird, irrational fear of moths. For no reason. Moths? I... Yeah, I just don't like them. Like, uh... Do you like butterflies? Basic... Huh? I'm okay with butterflies. But, like, 
I think when I, as a kid, I don't even know if this is true, but my parents told me that moths were poisonous or something. <laughs> and, like, apparently they, like, give off this, like, fl- powdery thing and that's, like, if you inhale it, you're going to die. And, like, uh, I think because of that, I have an irrational fear of moths where, like, I'm just scared I'll die around a moth. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> but, but I'm pretty sure, like... It was just my parents lying to me to make sure that I don't, like, go and touch them and stuff. Because, like, you know how kids, like... Yeah, yeah. A lot of kids like bugs. But my parents made me kind of scared of all bugs after that. My friends have said a lot of things to me that, like, um, that I now have, like, developed a fear of. So, like, when we used to go, like, riding our bike outside on the streets, my dad said that I couldn't ride over the drain or else I'd fall in. And now I can't even walk over a drain. Like, because I just have a fear of, like, falling into it. Um, like, we know that it won't happen. Yeah, I but know. we're still scared of it because, like, it was instilled in us as, at such a young age. Yeah, yeah. So, so I have an irrational fear of moths. Okay, so, um, let's actually oh, get... A funny story regarding oh. my fear first. Okay, okay. So, the other day, there was a moth in my room. Guess how big it was? It was smaller than a centimeter wide, and I was still scared. <laughs> a cent- <laughs> it was like the tiniest baby moth, but I was so like, scared. I mean, but everyone was asleep, so I had to kill it myself. Like <laughs> that one time when there was like I wouldn't be able to sleep, <laughs> and you had to sleep outside. Oh no! But that was because I didn't know where it went. But apparently, I actually killed it. So oh, oh right, because you yeah, sprayed I it. slept in yeah. I slept in the living room. All right. Okay. Since we have a lot of questions to get through today, we're just going to cut our introduction quite short and actually get into the Q&A questions that you guys submitted through Instagram polls, not polls, Instagram. Um, And we want to kind of make this Q&A like a regular thing. So from time to time, I'll put up a um, question on Instagram. So feel free to like anytime you want even if there's no story on instagram to just dm um two dot friendless friends on instagram and send in your questions so thank you for everyone who sent in that question and i will be asking the questions today and um i don't think we'll end up going through all of the questions yeah. because some of them are like topics that we've planned for like future episodes so don't worry if your question hasn't been answered yet and we, I don't think we have enough time to answer all the questions anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I will just pick a few out. So first one that was sent in was from Peony. So thanks so much, babes. Um, she says, how's the podcast going? And are you keen for second year of uni? Ah, the podcast is going pretty well. I'm I'm still kind of scared that like once we get back to uni, we won't have that much time for this. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Like, recording is fine, but actually, like you editing the audio and then me like doing um scheduling and then us doing promo as well. Like, I I'm I'm kind of worried because just from last year's experience, uni sucks. It was a bit hectic. Yeah. And I have two major group projects for two courses this year. I have not checked. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, so like I reckon podcast is going quite well. To be honest, to, to, like I really don't care too much about views and like how many listens we get because for me, I'm just doing this so that I have like a place to like put my thoughts out and um it just happens to be like online where people can see it which is kind of like what I do with my Instagram story sometimes sometimes I pretend to be a influencer and make like (laughs) unboxing videos knowing that no one is watching them I love them though (laughs) there's like two people who watch it but I still do it anyway just for like myself but and are you keen for second year yes I actually am because I feel like this year I've got my um social life like checked kind of um it's it's our social lives are getting better it's getting better well, like, yeah yeah and i, I hope like in person like, oh yeah definitely that help because and we're doing med review so oh yeah like the societies um and yeah okay 
And then she says, I'm not, not really a question, but I'm really proud of you guys. So thanks so much. Um, yeah. Thank you. And then this is what Nick from the review. Oh, I, I've seen this Yeah, question. so from our society, he said, what is your favorite student? What is your favorite student society and why is it? Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. And why is it law review? The question is, what is your favorite student? I was like, why would you word it like that? But to read it properly again, what is your favorite student society and why is it law review? So do you want to answer this? Um, well, like, to be honest, I haven't been really involved in many uh, societies. Literally, like, law review from last year, term three, and then med review this year. So far, like, I, I can't really say anything because I've only been involved with law review because med review is just taking off. So, like, yeah, med review, law review is my favorite. <laughs> Honestly, I also am not really involved in any other societies. I'm doing um, peer mentoring for BSOC this year, but I wouldn't even say, like, BSOC is my favorite. Um, so I would do say law review because that's where like I met most of, not the most of, that's where I met like a lot of friends. I feel like I got in closer to you, Kelly, through law review and yeah, yeah like it was just good memories were made there. Yeah, okay. it, was, oh, it was also like a good break from like lockdown. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We were both like so, well like as our name, the name of this podcast said, we were so friendless. <laughs> Yeah. And we, we just didn't ha- really have much of a social life until Law Review oh, yeah, started. Yeah. So that's why, like, th- there's going to be a special place for Law Review because it was, like, just the first thing we got involved in as well. Yeah. Um, and if you're, like, a first year, actually not even first year, if you're at UNSW, you should join one of the reviews, preferably Law and Med. But, yeah. Okay, so my friend Zara, she asked... um. A few questions. I'll ask. I'll choose one of them because I don't know if we're gonna be able to get through them. But um, let's see. One thing you regret doing, and one thing you might regret doing in the future. Hmm. One thing. So, like, as in something that I'm doing now that I could regret in the future. So I think like one thing you regret from the past, and one thing you think you'll do that you'll regret in the future. Oh, from the past, I think, um, well, trying to get into med was a dumb idea because I wasted so much money on that. Like, my parents wasted a lot of money in terms of, like, going to, like, or getting the package to study for UCAT, paying for UCAT. Can you believe that literally going in to sit for, like, I think it was, like, three hours in a room in front of a computer to do a test cost me $300? I know, when I heard it, I thought UCAT was like 100 or something. People no. pay $300 to for UCAT. It's crazy to me. Yeah, and I was like, why am I paying for this? But my parents were like, just do it anyway. But And then like, um, actually going to like a couple interviews, My par- one of my parents, like my mom had to take off time from work. And, like, we had to pay for, like, plane tickets for Adelaide. We had to, like, go to Newcastle. And, like, because my interviews were, like, earlier in the morning, I had to stay overnight the day before because if I didn't, like, there was a huge chance that, like, a little delay could make me miss my interview. So, yeah, that happened. And I'm, like, I regret spending that much money on something that, like, honestly, I don't even know why I wanted it at that point because I hate biology. But I wanted to get into med. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What What about something that um you think you'll regret in the future? Um, like, I don't think I'll regret this because like I'm aware of it now. But something like I'm like, I'm kind of scared of regretting in the future is kind of not taking advantage of my time at uni before we start. Like, because after we graduate. We have full-time jobs. Like, we'll still have weekends, but I want to take make the most of uni to, like, get closer with people and socialise more. Because I think after uni, your social life kind of cuts down a bit to, like, your closest friends and people at work. Yeah, I agree. Um. Okay, so for me, 
very generic answer but i don't think i really regret anything from the past because i think that everything that's gone wrong has taught me some kind of lesson um but when you mentioned something about like uh the UCAT and paying so much i think mine would just be not really like something i regret from the past is um not really knowing how to study like i wish i just because in terms of my marks I don't think they really reflected how much I knew because of the way that I studied um and I got burnt out a lot during trials so that really really affected my marks um and I I it's not something that I really dwell on much like too much now but um yeah like I would say maybe not realizing how to study for myself and for the future I have two answers one has to be to do with driving obviously because I don't think I'm a good driver at all so I feel like I'm gonna make some kind of really dumb mistake that's going to end in someone getting hurt I mean I have a hunch that I'm gonna die by it's gonna be a car involved accident um and then for the my second one um it's just I I feel like I'm gonna regret getting into some kind of romantic relationship because I feel like I'll end up putting I won't put my own needs first and it's gonna end up being toxic oh yeah you're you're that yeah. kind of person you're, you're way too nice I won't be able to you, get out you need someone to slap you in the face and tell you that you need to get yeah, out but I won't be able to so that's that's what I'm very scared about. Um, okay, and then I'm not sure what his name is, but um, Aikel.s. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, Aikel. I'm gonna. Aikel.s says, um, What were exam weeks for HSC like? Oh, that depended on who you were. And what subject combination you did. And then, like, also what Nessa decided to do for that year. In terms of the No, but this is for yourself, I think. Well, for me, it sucked because my birthday landed on one of the exams. And I think this was quite common as well. Because, like, it's around where, like, a lot of people have birthdays. So my birthday landed on the physics exam, which was the one I did worst in. So, haha. <laughs> yeah. My exam week for HSC was pretty good, I think. Um, I, uh, because I remember for our year, they had like, what, chem, physics, uh, uh like for you, echo, all kind of grouped together. No, not really. Because no, my, there was a, towards the end, I think there was echo a, was grouped with something. And 3U English was also gripped with something. But I just remember my timetable being pretty well spread out. But I kind of wanted it a bit closer together so I could finish earlier. Oh, I, I preferred spread out, actually. And in terms of, like, how much I stressed, I don't think I, like, stressed a lot for the actual HSE. I think there were, like, a few moments during the whole year where, like, I broke down because of stress but I'm pretty sure I stress more to do with vaccinations in year 11 I mean like, I oh. think <laughs> I think the moment you get to your actual HSC exam block like you kind of feel you get this feeling that like this is it it like yeah it's like you can't really change anything at that point because like you've just gotten so close to the end that like plus yeah Plus, like, everything before leading up to it would have prepared you for that moment. Like, being in that exam room um, under the exam conditions, you would have done it so many times prior to the actual HSC. So, when you're actually doing it, I don't think it's, like, a very big deal. Okay, but moving on, um, I realise we have a lot of questions here. I know I said that before. Um, Florence says... um, Hmm. Spicy period story. 
Spicy period stories? I don't even get my period. Oh, right. Um, do you have any? Or you can, if you want to, like, talk about... Oh, I remember. It wasn't... It's not spicy, but it was uh, kind of funny. So, basically, the timing of this period was so bad. Um, I was in Vietnam... I was, I think I was meant to go on a trip to central Vietnam. So like I'm from the South and we were going to go on a trip to central Vietnam just to like, because that's where like, I think a lot of the, if you see like travel pictures and stuff like that's where a lot of the scenic pictures are taken around that area, the central Vietnam. And basically, um, the night before I left, we packed up because like, I think this is generally in Asian countries. You don't really trust the hotel to keep the stuff safe, especially, like, smaller hotels. Like, um, so we decided that we'll put our, kind of, all our belongings and the expensive stuff with um, family. So my cousins came over to pick up our stuff. And we only kept what we had, we wanted to take on the trip, right? And I was like, oh, I probably won't get my period. So I I packed the pads into the suitcase that my cousin was going to take. And then um, I just had my little pouch that I usually have with a couple pads. And then my cousin left. And guess what happened? Oh, but you had, <laughs> you had the pouch. Could you purchase? No, but the pouch, it was, it was like, um, it was literally, it was like a five day trip. My pouch wasn't enough for five days. Right. Yeah. But so, you could have purchased more, um, right? But it's just like I'm very used to the pads that we use, like the ones that I bring. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I have yeah, a specific. Yeah. I only use um the brand U by Kotex. That's yeah. like I've I have a very specific choice in pads, and like because my flow is heavier, so I tend to use night pads during the day as well, like on the first few days. So, um, yeah, that was a bit of an issue. So I was, like, getting, like, angry at my parents because <laughs> I was like, crap, I, I didn't pack any, like, I didn't pack enough for the trip, right? And then, like, um, basically the next day I was still, like, kind of pissed. And then it turns out, because one of my cousins was going with us, he was a, he's a guy, my oldest cousin's a guy. So he got pads off his sister to <laughs> give to oh, me. Oh, that's nice. And, and like... It was literally, like, he brought a massive pack, and I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, he brought, like, it was a pretty big pack as well. And I was like, um, that's a bit excessive, but okay. But, like, yeah, Yeah, it was was At least you had it. Yeah, I ended up only having a few left anyway, because, like, somehow it was, like, a really heavy flow as well. Oh. Yeah, but that was a... Better to be prepared. That was a slightly disastrous episode. I think I'm really blessed because I don't have, like, a very heavy flow. Um, I don't really get cramps either. I get, like, backaches, which are bad, but I don't get, like, cramps. Mm. And I don't really think I go through... What is it called? Um, oh, my gosh. What is it called? Like, like <laughs> I, I know... Is it PMI? I don't think PMI... PM, PMS? Okay, yeah. PMS. Yeah. Post... But pre, premenstrual. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Syndrome. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Um. Yeah. I don't think I really go through that, but only because I'm way too like moody, anyway, to notice anything. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like because like I I noticed it, but then now I'm like I'm just like this all the time. Like I'm always like pissed. So like I don't think it makes a difference. But like uh. Another period story that I have is I went to a girl's school, right? At some point, like year seven and yeah. eight. And we had, do you remember like sport? You had swimming. Did you ever do that? Like summer sport was like swimming. And like, so year seven was swimming. Year eight, we did a bit of surf life saving at this right. beach. And then there was this one week because it's like 150 girls. What do you expect? People use period as like, an excuse, though. No, but um, people are bound to have their periods. Like, there's bound to be like a week where like quite a big group will have their periods. You can't really yeah, avoid yeah. that, yeah. 
And basically, we got roasted for having our periods. And they were like, you can use a tampon. Oh, yeah. Still Wasn't there a female teacher too, though? Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I was slightly pissed after that. And I already hated that teacher because she dogged me in year seven. She she yelled at me for some a mistake that she made, so I was like, okay. <laughs> having beef with the like year seven. <laughs> she literally yelled at me for for li- she she said okay, well, I'm deviating now. Yeah, but I need to tell this story to the world. Sure. So basically, first day of year seven, I think it was like no, it was like literally first day of like proper classes because you know how there's the kind of introduction stuff that you go through. Yeah, like orientation. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's not really, like, orientation. Like, I think around, like, the first few days of Year 7 usually are, like... They use it to, like, kind of familiarise you with, like, the school itself and, like, kind of take you around and also get to know the other Year 7s. So, um, so first day of actual proper school, I had sport. And they already told us to hand in our notes for swimming because, like, summer sport was swimming for Year 7. So we had to have a permission note signed and handed into this box thing outside this office. And, like, I didn't really know where it was. I only knew where the PE office was. And so basically, uh, I went with my friends after we had our notes signed. We went to the PE office to ask where the box to put the slips were. And the teacher was, like, took us over there. And she she put them in herself for us. And then it got to that day. and And then I was apparently... She's like, Kelly, Loy, where is your permission slip? Like, she was going down the list of people that didn't hand in a sliplet. And I was like, I handed it in. Like, literally, I put it in the box outside your office. And she was like, no, you didn't. It didn't reach my hands. So, therefore, you didn't hand one in. <laughs> and I was like, bruh. <laughs> bruh. And the other teacher was like, um... She handed it to me and I put it in the box. Like, I can say that she had it, had like her permission slip handed in. And then she was like, I don't care. It didn't reach my hands. So, therefore, you don't get to swim. And then, like, um, Wait, you I really think the teacher, allowed like, to swim, though? And then the teacher, the teacher that helped me hand it in, like, talked to the head for a bit. Yeah. And I ended up being allowed, but like, apparently, she said, I'll give you another note, hand it in tomorrow. And directly, so the teacher told me, not the head, the teacher that put in my slip for me, she was like, okay, bring it directly to me tomorrow and we'll go together to give it directly to the head. Oh, what so is the teacher that anymore. Yeah, so like, I think after that, I hated the head of PE. Honestly? To clarify, this was at NSG. The P- head of PE at Ruth's was very nice. Like, um, PE teachers in general are just like no one likes them like no, it's half half there's like a few okay yeah yeah true, true, true. nice and then the rest suck yeah okay um and to answer florence's question um period story uh what would we don't really have spicy period stories they're all painful well <laughs> not really a, mm, it's not like very spicy but there was one like i don't i don't even leak either Oh. Um, but there Bro, was you're one so time, lucky. Like, I, yeah, I know. That's why I feel very blessed. Um, one time when I well, when, this is when I first got my period, so I didn't really know anything about it. Very uneducated girl, and uh, we got invited to like swimming, um, and you know, I didn't, I didn't know anything, so I just went in the pool. Um, yeah, and. Uh, honestly, that's my story. It was really gross afterwards, but nothing, like, embarrassing happened. I was really lucky with my first period because it was, like, a weekend and I was at home and my mum was home. So, like, that that was, like, I think the timing of my first period was very good. For some other people, it would have been really bad. Okay, and then um, my friend Gina asked, how do you deal with procrastination and how do you manage time better? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's literally my answer i don't i feel like i'm pretty good with um procrastination because i don't really like leaving things to the last minute i i like especially with like doing essays and stuff i always like to do like complete it at least like three days before the deadline 
Um, oh yeah, you're you're that person. So that I have. Oh yeah, I remember when we did the same course, and you were like, "I already finished, and I haven't even started." Like you finished the whole assessment. Wait, really? And I didn't even. Oh start yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, I'm so screwed." But yeah, um, I don't start very early, but I also. I don't know. I, I make sure that I have enough time at the end, though. Um, and then my friend... Also, oh, thanks, Gina, for sending that in. Um, and then my friend Nanapat says, uh, What are you up to these days? A smiley face. Nothing much. <laughs> yeah, we kind of went through it at the beginning of the episode. Nothing really much. Got an interview coming up. A week coming up, which is going to be fun. And then... We're going to be at the meet and greet. Oh, yeah. yeah, but we can't promote that anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. And next question, which is from my best friend, Jamie. Because she's the best person. Oh, Jamie. Yes, uh, she's the best person. <laughs> she's, I've talked to her. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I want to get into this story, though. Um. So, for Christmas, Jamie, like, made me this book, like a little magazine thing. Um, and she edited all the pages herself, front cover, back cover. She put, like, games in. It's very, like, a Taylor Swift themed. So there are, like, some songs on her previous two albums um, where it's, like, a story. So there's one about, like, a murder case happening. And she put me and herself as, like, characters in the song, which I thought was so smart. And then she got – there was, like, a page where, like, you um, give, like, reviews of me. It sounds weird, but, like – and then she texted Kelly asking her to, like, write a little thing about me, I think. And then you wrote, like, a hot glue gun out of five, right? Oh, yeah, there was the rate and review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hot glue gun and microwaves are random things that I just really, really love a lot. Uh, okay, so Jamie says, um, give us a hint about a future episode. Oh, this one's going to be hard. Because we don't really decide on, like, a certain topic until we record. Because we just have a list yeah. that we want to cover. You can just I mean, pick a random one from the list. Ah, uh, a hint. Nothing's going to beat my um, The Scream Ice Cube Tray hint, though. That was a really bad hint, but, like, also but, funny. But it was so funny for us. <laughs> It was just really funny for us. Yeah. But uh, let's see a hint. Well, like this is um something that I want to talk about. It's it's to do with gender. Oh yeah 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 okay yeah and that's all I'll put. Yeah okay so that's your hint. Um and Mia asked, "Have you binged anything recently? Like you definitely I have. <laughs> I binge everything all the time." <laughs> How many hours has it been of K-drama that you've watched? Probably, not, it's not just K-drama, it's like Asian drama and Asian movies in general. Oh, this right. doesn't include like Western stuff that I've watched and it doesn't include anime at all. Right. Considering that I've watched One Piece. I'm not really up to date, but yeah. Uh, let's say... Oh, my friend loves One Piece. Um, so I'm following a few dramas, binging, uh... I'm currently binging a drama called Hush, which has Immuna from Girls' Generation. It's pretty good. It started off a bit slow, but it's getting good. Um, and I, I haven't really been watching too many shows right now. I, I've been watching The Office, but not binging that. So honestly, no, I haven't been binging anything. And I want to answer this question. This is just a me question. I don't think you can answer this, but she also asked, um, which Taylor tour has been your favorite to attend? So, um, Taylor Swift. Uh, I've only <laughs> attended two, which is 1989 and Rep. And honestly, I don't know what happened, but I did not, I have no memory of 1989 at all. Um, I only remember it from the, the video, the, the tour movie thing that came out. I do remember, remember rap but I have to say that 1989 was a better tour but I remember rap more so that has to be my favorite it's weird um but rap was raining so 
And then David asked, how long does each episode take and what video editor do you use? Um, so in terms of recording, we record for like an hour or so ish, depending on like the topic and how long we want the episode to go. But we try to keep it under an hour because I feel like sitting there listening to my voice for an hour isn't very fun. (laughs) For other people or yourself? I mean, if it's like, I just don't think that's something I want to watch. So I don't want other people to have to deal with that too. (laughs) But like, I can't really tell what other people think. So, uh, and video editor, we don't really edit much. I use Audacity for audio. We use Audacity for audio. I use iMovie for our video because like it's literally just slapping our logo and like, well, we're going to upgrade now, but we edit our kind of like visuals and our Instagram posts on Canva. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a better suggestion. iMovie, I just use it because it's on my laptop. I don't need to pay for anything extra. It's chill. I've gotten so much better with using Audacity, though. I found... I, I feel so cool right now. Like, I, I I figured out how to do, like, um, reverb and, um, like, amplify, compress, noise reduction, which, like, you... It's pretty cool. Like, if, if there's, like, a weird banging sound in the background of me talking, um, I can, like highlight just the banging sound and the app audacity will like then cut out it from my from my um audio so i think that's pretty talented whoever created that (laughs) um and i'm gonna go oh i'll continue and then we'll okay so this is from sam so this this is um this is going to take a long time to answer, I think. Oh, he asked us a lot of questions, but I, I like this one. So do you think that pain and trauma is necessary? And to what extent is it good or bad? I mean, there's certain levels of pain and trauma that like, I think it's just a part of the human experience, right? Like you go through like the, all, all these different feelings and like you go through all these different things. And everything that's happened in your past is what shapes you in the future. So, like... Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, there's a certain level of, like, if there's some sort of pain or trauma that someone can't move away from, like, that's the point, that's kind of the point where, like, it's bad. But otherwise... Okay, we our brain will say, like, these things that happen to us are bad, but, like, I think after a certain period of time, you're going to realise that, like, because that thing happened to you, you change something that you do now. Yeah, so you're saying that it's necessary <clears throat> for growth. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that it's really necessary, too, and it's essential. because like, that's until the level where it's, like, hindering you from growing. So then I guess that's answering um and to what extent is it good or bad um but then like for everyone it's going to be different yeah there's no way to kind of like give a distinct value or something yeah um and i would too say that it's necessary because that's really what makes us like human like you will never meet anyone who has not gone through something like painful or yeah like Maybe traumatic, yes. Like, not everyone has gone through something traumatic, but everyone's gone through some kind of pain that they've learned from and grown from. And and that's what makes it good, because that's how we learn things. Um, and to what extent is it good or bad? It it depends how you, you're able to cope with it. So, oh, actually, actually. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you a question, actually. So, okay, let's say that someone went through something, like, quite traumatic, right? And they were able to learn a lot from it and grow from it. But it also instilled, like, a lot of insecurities for them. What do you say then? Um, like, okay, uh, I would 
<clears throat> in that sense, like, this is, like, kind of also similar to, like, if someone went through something that stopped them from doing something they enjoy, but because of other people, that's kind of the point where I'm, like, that's not, that's bad. Like, no matter how much you get over something, if it leaves a level of fear in something that you used to not fear, something that doesn't actually have, like, immediate danger to you, then I'm kind of, like, that's where it's, like, starting to go into, like, the spectrum of bad. Like, if you have a spectrum between good and bad, and like, in the middle, it's, like, I wouldn't say it's the worst trauma, but it is really bad. It's really hard to, like... It's really hard to, like, kind of... agree. ...put things like these on a scale, though. Yeah. Because... I... I don't know if I agree with that. I wouldn't say it's... I mean, I'm... Uh, it's like it's very i'm entering from a very personal perspective so for other people i would say like oh yeah it is bad that like now you like because of this incident you've developed this and that's not good at all but i think like if i'm i'm putting myself in this scenario and if i have gained a lot of like growth from it and become like stronger I would say that that is definitely worth the pain that I went through and the issues that have grown from that problem too it also depends on like what scenario you're personally thinking of because like it's gonna be different for everyone so like don't take our word as the be all end all and also it depends like exactly what insecurities you develop like if it's about like your and like how bad those insecurities are like if if someone said to you that you look ugly and you you're now able to step up for yourself and um defend yourself but also you now believe that you're ugly and you can't really go out of the house without wearing makeup then I would say that it's bad oh I have a story to tell you but I'll tell you another oh, sure. time, not on here, because it's oh, a bit okay. more. But... Yeah, it's a bit more personal. So, next question. The viewers are um, curious now. Okay, next question. This is um, sent in from my sister. She says. <laughs> She says, will you have a TFF meetup? <laughs> what? It's like, you know like how famous people like YouTubers, they have like meetups with their fans? <laughs> <laughs> I am my own fan. That is it. We're done. Oh my I'll meet up with myself. Um, and then what, what was the vibe like at Law Review? Is your social life better after joining? I mean, which we kind of answered that too. I okay. I think a lot of good things, at least for me, came out of law review. Um, just it's it's a lot more like personal stuff than kind of general like just a law review thing. I think for me, like law review was a bit more of like it was just a chance that I took. Because Flora dragged me into it. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. And, like, it ended up being pretty good. Um, I reconnected with someone. And, yeah, I'd, I'd say, like, my kind of value that I put on Law Review is a lot more personal than, like, just the society and the production in general. And what was the vibe like? Like... It was very, like, chill, fun. I think, like, everything was a lot more toned down because of corona. Because, like, there were so many restrictions on the things that we could do. And I didn't even realise that until, like, we're starting planning med review events now. And you're, like, we're, like, oh, so the scale is so much bigger. And comparing yourself from a portfolio member to now a portfolio head... Do you feel like the vibe has kind of changed? I mean, it is, it is different societies, but, like, 
Yeah, like, do you think the vibe has changed at all? I think, like, Law Review was so much more chill. Like, we were just there. But low-key, I was slightly, like, salty that so many people that, like, expressed interest never ended up doing anything, didn't end up turning up at all. Like, our group was, like, the chat was so much bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. the number of people active was, like, a small fraction of the chat. But that's because a lot of people dropped out and then they just never left the chat, though. Yeah, and uh, they were still invited to all the events, and I was like, "Uh, okay. But, um, yeah, I'm just hoping... Now that I'm in this, I'm as a pothead position, maybe, hopefully, we can make it more, like, involved in terms of, like, having members more involved because I definitely felt like I didn't do much in law review. Yeah. Me too. Like, I was literally just there for the fun. Like, I didn't actually physically plan as much. It was also because, like, law review events tended to land on my work days so like we just I just couldn't go to some of the stuff yeah um law review was kind of like attending events and like being there just to exist and have the numbers up whereas being ahead you actually are more involved in the planning which is like it comes with its own consequences like it's more stressful yeah (laughs) It's going to get so stressful when final party. <laughs> like, we, we've, oh. it hasn't really, like, really begun. Settled. Because, um, like, we haven't really started uni yet. But, like, already, <laughs> we've, like... I can, I can already see our future, like, our future selves being, like, dead. Yeah, like, we'll just be texting each other, like, what is happening? I have... That... I, I shouldn't mention anything. I shouldn't go further, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm going to go back a few questions because it seems like there isn't as much as I thought. So, Zara asked, um, if you could choose one person to live with forever, dead or alive, real or fiction, who would it be? My mom. And explain. I mean, you don't really need to, but if you want to. Yeah, like, I feel like that's a very, like, it's a generic answer, but it's very important to me because growing up and even now, I'm very close with my mom. I stick to my mom a lot. I'm a mummy's little girl, okay? Well, like, technically, um, according to my mom, my dad favours me over my brother, but I favour my mom over my dad, um... I just vibe really well with my mom. Like, we're more, like, friends than we are, like, mother and daughter. And even when we go out, people actually think we're friends instead of, like, mother and daughter. Oh, that's so cute. It's weird. And, like, in terms of, like, I'm... My personality is a lot more like my mom's than it is my dad's. Oh, okay. Um... I don't, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I just... Well, I would like to read a question after this. Oh, okay, okay. Have you got it up? Yes. I, I don't know how to answer that question, Zara. Because I just, I haven't... You don't really have a person in mind? Not, like, one particular person that I would just yeah. want to... Like, real or fiction? Okay. But I feel like so many things could go wrong if you choose a fictional person yeah but then again it's like i think you fill in the gaps for you're making this person up for yourself because it's fiction anyway um i'm not like emotionally attached to any fictional characters so that's fine um so i i wouldn't choose a fictional character um any dead person probably not dead because i i don't know um it's definitely someone that I'd have to know personally. I wouldn't pick like a celebrity or yeah. I probably won't pick a friend either. So I'd probably go with family. But that's why I'm stuck. So yeah. Mm. Someone someone in the Yim family. 
Yeah, do you want to read yours out? Uh, so this is the question I sent in. Does Flora love Kelly? <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, I forgot you sent this in. You know, I've been meaning to tell control. you for some time, but... <laughs> to be honest, no, okay? <laughs> now, question for you. Do you love Flora? I mean, I mean, like, I'm sorry to break this to you, but my answer is also no. <laughs> what a good dynamic we have. And I think with that, that's a good way to end the episode. Okay, we so, should finish the episode now, yeah. Yeah. So Thanks, everyone, um, for clicking onto this video. This was a much different kind of video than we not video episode than we normally um record and if you do like these please let us know for future because i liked recording it it was fun answering your questions and getting you guys involved and thanks for everyone who sent in a question and um so our podcast is available on spotify apple Podcasts, and youtube and i think also google Podcasts. i didn't realize that it was distributed yeah, yeah, there it is but that exists too and um everyone- hopefully you guys like this episode like subscribe to our youtube and leave a comment leave your questions in the comments too if you want if you don't want to message us because apparently i'm intimidating and um otherwise oh yeah also rate on apple Podcasts. follow so you make sure you know when new episodes come out and new episodes generally will come out on Sundays at 1pm Sydney time. Yeah, and also um, I feel like some people who are listening might be, or, or like people who want to like um, talk to us, they might feel a bit scared about like commenting or like dming us since it's both of us running the account and you don't want to seem like weird about it or something if you're not like friends with the other um member of this podcast but honestly it's fine like both like it it's if i read a if i happen to open a message that isn't um like meant for me i'll just hand it over to kelly also i don't really like care um like people i don't know text the account like it's it's like that's what happens it's fine so yeah um feel free to comment and let us know if you have any feedback or questions that you want us to answer so thanks everyone once again and we'll see you next week at sunday 1 p.m bye bye